Welcome to Cloudcast Basics, the best source on the internet for learning cloud computing. And now from the Cloudcast Studios, here are your hosts, Aaron Delp and Brian Gracely. Hello and welcome to Cloudcast Basics. This is your co-host, Brian Gracely. And with me as always is my co-host, Aaron Delp. Say hi, Aaron. Hello, everyone. Today, we're going to do a quick sort of five-question, frequently asked questions, ask us anything, of topics that we see that, you know, a lot of people that are new to cloud computing often ask us. So let's dive right into that. Aaron, let me give you the first question. Where to start a cloud computing career? What's really great about cloud computing careers is how the market has opened up. Because for those, those of us that have been in this industry a while, it used to just be you had your IT jobs and you were operating infrastructure or you had your developer jobs. And that was really it. And what we're seeing here is this fantastic specialization of roles. Because cloud computing has opened up so many new, new tools and services, you could be a data scientist. You could specialize in cloud and marketing and campaigns. There is so many different ways that it isn't just owning and operating IT anymore. Brian, I'm going to move on to the second question. Will cloud computing eliminate jobs? You know, I think you could ask the same question for every single phase of technology we've seen over the last 50 years. You know, will will PCs eliminate jobs? Will mobile phones eliminate jobs? And now the new question is, will cloud computing eliminate jobs? And I think what we've seen every single phase, every cycle of how technology's evolved is that it opens up new opportunities. And so, you know, on one hand, yeah, it's possible that if your job is tied to a very legacy technology and you're unwilling uh, to to learn sort of the next evolution of it, that, that that job could be eliminated. But in far, far more cases than not, the number of new jobs or the number of sort of evolved jobs that happen um, continue to expand with cloud computing. So, you know, if you have expertise in certain things, you, you have expertise in security, application development, uh, you know, data management, all sorts of things that, you know, were part of the last generation of technology, there are evolutions of all of those in the cloud. And then obviously there are brand new things, you know, new ways of developing applications, new ways of deploying things. And so, you know, I think on the whole, um, cloud computing, like every other phase of technology before, has not been a necessarily a job eliminator, but in most cases it's a it's a job evolver and it's also a job creator. Aaron, third question. Is cloud computing safe? Yes. And and there's a term here. If you haven't heard this before, you need to be familiar with. The term that is used is a shared security model. And what we mean by that is the provider, the cloud provider, is responsible for a certain amount. And you as the customer are responsible for a certain amount. I, I like to use, uh, you know, think of it as it's a box, a big metal box with a lock on the front, right? The public cloud provider, the application provider is responsible for providing you with a box and it doesn't have any holes in it and there isn't, a, you know, any ways to get around it. It is a solid model. And they provide you with the lock. Now, you as the customer have to lock that lock. You have to properly configure your roles within your company. You have to make sure certain groups get the the right rights and access to what they should and not to what they shouldn't. And so they provide you with the framework. And then you take that framework and mold it to the needs of your 
infrastructure and business. Now, in addition to that, there will be certain very specific ones. Um, here in the United States, uh, we call them GovClouds, right? Uh, AWS, Azure, they all have GovCloud. And these are additional hardening, additional features that are in place to meet the most secure standards really on the planet as well. And so there really is something for everyone when it comes to that. Brian, I'm going to throw the fourth question at you. Which cloud computing platform should I choose? Wow, that's a great question. You know, if you ask any vendor that's in this space, uh, they're going to tell you they can deliver every single aspect of, of what your business needs. In reality, there you know there are literally dozens and dozens, if not hundreds, of different platforms out there. And the reason for that is that in most cases, one platform doesn't fit all. And that could be the amount of talent that you have that you're trying to offload into the cloud, right? It might be how simple do you want it to be? At what price point do you want it to be? Sometimes geography plays a, a major role, right? Like you need the cloud that's in your country, that's in your region. Um, in some cases, it's performance, it's number of applications. And the reality is most companies um, you know, are using multiple cloud computing platforms. And that could be you're using one platform for some of your business-centric things. You're using Salesforce, you're using Workday, you're using uh, Zoom, you're using WebEx, you're using whatever. But your IT organization or your technology functions may be using a different thing. They might be using an Amazon or a, a Google. They might be using you know something like DigitalOcean because they want simplicity and and price you know things like that. So I think what we find is that most companies centralized IT is starting to to dissipate. We're seeing more and more distribution of who uses applications, who runs the applications. And in many cases, those groups pick and choose what makes the most sense for them. And in reality, some platforms are really, really good at two or three things. Some of them have dozens of offers and, and people sort of pick and choose which ones they're going to use. So, you know, sometimes you'll hear the term multi-cloud. Um, oftentimes what the reality is, is that you're just using a lot of different applications and a lot of different platforms because those just are the best way to, mit, uh, to fit the needs of your business. Aaron, last question. What things can't cloud computing replace? We've talked about what it can do. What are some of the things it can't replace? Well, it's it's really interesting here because there is this, this idea of can it replace it and should it replace it? <laughs> and what I mean by that is there is a lot of architectures out there that, yes, you could do it, but it just doesn't make sense. And there's a term, if you haven't heard it, called edge computing. Edge computing is a prime example of this. Edge computing means there, there is something happening at that edge where latency matters. Maybe there is a bunch of compute processing that needs to happen extremely quickly and getting it all the way back to a data center to do that compute and then returning that result all the way back to the edge doesn't make sense. Or maybe there is a lot of data. Maybe it is telemetry. Um, you know, from autonomous driving is a is a prime example of a lot of data being generated and this huge stream of data, and you need to make decisions extremely quickly. So in those kinds of instances, it doesn't make sense 
to change that architecture. Another one might be some of our more traditional or legacy applications. There's still a good bit of applications out there that, you know, for instance, run on a mainframe or run on legacy client server architectures as well. And could you move that to the cloud? You might be able to, but it may not make business sense. The cost to rewrite that application, to refactor that application, to shift it somewhere else just doesn't make business sense anymore. So those are just two prime examples. So, you know, think of it as when, when you're answering this question, can you do it? Maybe. Should you do it? It depends on your business. So Brian, why don't you go ahead and uh, close us out? Yeah, so we hope everybody enjoyed season zero of Cloudcast Basics, our introduction to cloud computing. You know, we look forward to season one where we're going to cover a lot more of the technical aspects of this. Um, We're going to look at compute, storage, uh, infrastructure level things. We're going to look at platform as a service. We're going to talk about software as a service. And we're also going to talk about some of the new emerging technologies like AI and ML, uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, big data, some of those things that we know you're hearing about in the headlines. So if you enjoyed the show, we hope you did, please hit subscribe. You will be notified uh, not only when all the new episodes come along, they'll just come into your podcast player, but you'll also be notified when new seasons come along. And we're going to try and keep them coming out on a pretty regular basis. So please hit subscribe. And in the meantime, if you want to just kind of keep up with what's going on, you can always go to cloudcastbasics.net. Or you can follow us on Twitter at Cloudcast Basics. Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you in season one. Thank you for listening to Cloudcast Basics. You can find all the show details at cloudcastbasics.net or in your favorite podcast player.